All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Haba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever. Yeah. All right. Camera. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk. That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, toys. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. The question is, is which vague topical situation in the world right now should I relate to, to movies and start off our show with? For example, as we release this, it's Mar- it's uh, it's not only the first day of March Madness, but it's St. Patrick's Day. So I don't know what to go with. Like, what's your favorite Irish movie or what's your favorite basketball movie? What's your favorite Irish basketball movie? Luck of the Irish. <laughs> Disney Channel original Stupid movie. Disney Channel movie. <laughs> uh, but this is a, it's a fun time, you know. We have uh, March Madness tournament starts this weekend, and you know. And today we're all is, gonna be drinking tomorrow because it's uh, St. Patrick's Day. Today is Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. And today is Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. Three sixteen. Two days ago is Pie Day. What's your favorite pie movie? Pie. pie? <laughs> American Pie. Stand by Me. That's a. Would you call it a pie movie? Isn't that Stand by Me, or this is the flashback of the dude throwing up? Is that Stand by Me? God, I'm gonna. It's been a while. Be I'm probably gonna have to watch that. that. I'm gonna have to watch it again. Hopefully, someone e- emails me and calls it's a great me movie. out. Um, what about your favorite movie about a tournament? Alley Cat Strike. <laughs> Some good ones. I was just thinking about Disney yeah, sports movies. movies. Whip It is a good movie about a tournament shot here in Michigan. Kill the Irishman is a good Irish movie. You guys ever seen that? That was shot here in Michigan. No. Yeah, check it out. Check out Kill the Irishman. It's a good one. You can see some uh, old Tiger Stadium. That Dodgeball. Too. Good tournament movie. But anyways, um, yeah. That is Hoosiers. The, that, Hoosiers is my favorite basketball movie basketball I think movie. of all time. Uh, Hoop Dreams. Best documentary about sports. I love... The thirty for thirty on uh, the bad boys. One of my favorite. I, I would, I would lump that in my. Did favorite you know Terry Foster was in that? Yeah, Terry Foster was in that. Uh, making a joke because yeah. he references it a lot. Oh, on the, on the show. <laughs> hey, but this isn't a this isn't a uh, sports podcast. It's a sports podcast. Yeah. I a, have no. That's the right. That's the Riley and Rookie show. <laughs> it's not an Irish. It's not an Irish podcast. This is a the film podcast. Guy, hey, welcome to the uh, Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for film, TV. News and discussion. I'm Kale Davidoff. I'm here as I am every week with my friends. Colin Ward. And Mitch Haba. Me, Colin, Mitch. We get together every week. We see a movie. We talk about it. Um, this week we saw 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, the only movie this year that will be an address as well. Um, you don't know that. You know what? A year from now, you tell me if I was wrong. Okay. Um, and we also, you know, we do some headlines too every week. Before we dig into our, our movie of the week, uh, Mitch and Colin don't know I'm doing this, but I want to do something else this week, too. God. <laughs> I, want, I don't like surprises. I want to start a new thing just to warm us up every week. Okay. Called Great Film or Shit Flick. Now, what we're going to do here <laughs> is I'm going to... We're going to start with Mitch. You're going to call it, okay? I have a, I have a coin in I my I like hand. your shirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. I didn't know you... Where's mine? <laughs> oh, they're in the works. Oh. We're getting there. Okay. I'm wearing a Woolward Sorry, shirt. Thanks, t- Liz. T- 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 um, so here, this this is called Great Film or Shit Flick. Since it is more topical, since it is politics season, uh, I want to take us back to high school debate teams right here. 
for a moment in this little segment. So what we're going to do is I'm going to pick a film. You're going to give And us whoever goes first has to – you can only choose one. Great film or shit flick. And whatever that person chooses, the other person has another minute okay. to, to have to take the opposite – uh, opinion no matter what like even this. if they believe it or not let's do it okay so mitch you, you look a little more livelier today <laughs> thanks i have a headache <laughs> i have a headache but i can do it asshole so but here's what i'm gonna do so i have a coin in my hand i'm gonna flip it you're gonna call it in the air and you get to choose if you go first if you go first or, or second okay okay all right ready call in the air heads it is heads you want to go first or second we're a great film or shit flick i'm gonna go second you can go second okay mm-hmm. so Callan, you're gonna go first I'm going to give you the film. You're going to have a minute to tell me if it's a great film or a shit flick and tell us why. Are you ready for this? Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> also, you both have 30 seconds to, to respond after. Oh, wow. Oh, we have a rebuttal. Well, yeah. Um, Colin, you ready? No, no, but I don't think you care. I think All right. The film is Forrest Gump. Go. And what were the de- options? De- declare what it is. <laughs> great, great film or shit flick? The Jeez, it's neither. <laughs> you got to choose. I'm giving a true politician answer. Um, great film because while to, when it came out, I think it was groundbreaking in a lot of different ways for the way a story is told. Whereas today, if that was released... Benjamin Button. Yes. I, I think it's gone... God, <laughs> yeah, twenty Arg- seconds. Arguing why Forrest Gump's a great film. I mean, Tom Hanks is of course great in it. He's always great. I love Sally Field in it. It's a very heartwarming tale. Is it perfect? No, but is it an iconic movie that everyone knows? It has some very nice quotable lines, and is overall a feel-good movie. Yes, um, and I think most people alive have seen it. So, um. <laughs> All right, that's it. Great film. All right, great film. Call Award, Forrest Gump. All right, Mitch, are you ready for your response? You have to claim it's a shit flick and tell us why. Okay, it's going right, to be ready? easy because I think it's a shit right, flick. Ready? Run, two, three, got a minute. Okay, Forrest Gump is a shit flick. You say groundbreaking in what sense? Like that it, it it's the easiest written movie ever. It includes every single historical like moment and every single historical figure possible. It basically writes itself there's no creativity in the way Jesus there's Christ. no creativity in the way that Forrest Gump deals with these problems it's just like oh i guess elvis was a part of his life oh i guess he just happened to be behind or you know be with jfk oh he just happened to be on camera during that one thing what does forrest gump ever do with his with his life that is actually worthy of a film I he he's is like the all-time leading rusher at he, Alabama. <laughs> Mark Ingram. Right, Mark Ingram. Response. Yeah, shush. And Come on. he so so. Also, he's in love with Jenny, and Jenny is nothing but a bitch to him the entire time. She is selfish. She tries to kill herself. She basically dumps a child on eh, him at the very eh, end. Eh, you're done. Dumb one, line. One more sentence. And it's just a, and I think there's a lot of quotable lines. They're dumb. Dumb quotable lines. Life is hey, like a book. Hey, hey, Colin, 30 second rebuttal. Go. Great. Why is it a great film, not a shit flick? Be- I mean, we, I, you say it's not creative working Forrest Gump into those things. I think it's very creative. I don't know any other movie before that that's used 
archival footage and real actors and splice them together that way and in a way that was entertaining and funny and i think very creative um and the fact that tom hanks is in it and is so charming and so um just honest in his portrayal i think takes us through this whole movie and it does a pretty good job effortlessly going through the time periods is it perfect no but is it an enjoyable movie that i you know will watch if someone wants to watch it yeah absolutely okay it's easy all right rebuttal it's easy of course everyone loves it because you include all these famous moments in history and everyone's going to relate to it is it more creative than pulp fiction the movie it beat out for best picture that's not the argument here but that's but that's my point i don't think that it is worthy of the praise that it gets and i think people who really really love that movie are missing uh the potential for a better character study. I think it's easy to tell an interesting character study when you tack on all these inter- other more interesting people onto their story. I'm done. I love that. Let's do that every week. That is fun. <clears throat> well, I enjoyed uh, watching you guys. Um, In my notes, Colin, all Colin, I wrote so is you, Jenny I, is a I, bitch. I, I, <laughs> you, so, Colin, you, you had the... <laughs> Colin, you had the opportunity to choose, yeah, and you, you went with great film. Do you think that was easier to argue, or is that more what you believe? It's. I think it's easier to argue that it's uh, a great film than it is a shit film. It did win a bunch of Oscars. I mean... Right? Or yeah, at least one. Yeah, but that doesn't really mean Well, anything. I know it doesn't mean anything, but... But, I mean, I just... I don't like... I like it more than I hate it. I mean, I don't think it's that great. Forrest, um, this is your child. I have AIDS. I'm going to die. Good luck. <laughs> That's pretty much what she does to him at the end. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think that, I don't know. I think I like the film more than I don't like exactly. it. Exactly. That was my, 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 I don't have enough hatred towards it where I could successfully argue that it's not a good movie. It's super memorable. Like you can't it argue is. that, you know? Yeah, right? no, no, I agree. It's memorable. Right. But I think that also has a lot to do with just our age. I should have just said Bubba Gump Shrimp and dropped the mic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. You know, Gary Sinise's CGI legs. Yeah. Or lack thereof. Oh, and who doesn't like Run Forest Run? Come on. You know, my uh, Bubba. <laughs> Except that, for when that... someone yells it to you when you're running. <laughs> <laughs> but Bubba, that's his name, right? Yeah. The, the, the dude who dies in Vietnam. Bubba Gump. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Michael T. Williamson, uh, the actor. I've worked with him on this Mitch Allen movie a few years ago. He's really cool. Cool dude. Hmm. Uh, nice guy. Heaven, heaven, one of those Heaven movies? Uh, one of those Mitch Album scared of death movies, yeah. <laughs> scared of... Just kidding, Mitch. Scared of the present. You're listening. <laughs> Uh, I loved working on the film. Um, all right, well that was fun. That is fun. You guys got your, you guys warmed up now, right? Mm-hmm. Got your arguing, Let's do it. arguing I'm, I'm things in mind. Um, I do want to talk a bit, little bit about headlines, and we, got, I think we got to talk about this. And I know that um, I'm maybe a little more passionate than may, I, a few people out there who don't really. A lot of people hear this news and they're like, "Oh, of course that's good news." I hear it and immediately discounted it as being a good thing and that is that not only is there going to be another indiana jones movie which i was against at all no matter who's playing it or who's directing it but harrison ford's going to star in it again and steven spielberg is going to direct it it's going to come out in 2019 
Yeah. So by that time, Harrison Ford will be like 77, <laughs> and uh, Steven Spielberg will be like 71, I think, 72. Modern. I could not be less <laughs> excited for the prospect of what this movie is going to be. I thought I've never in my life been as disappointed as I was walking out of Indiana Jones 4. And, um, you know, I did make a little Facebook status about this, but I, I believe this wholeheartedly that it's it's not even the fact that an old Harrison Ford is going to be in this movie. Because we saw, I mean, he can play Han Solo really well, so why couldn't he play Harrison Ford? Or why couldn't he play, well... You can't yeah. play Harrison Ford either. <laughs> but why can't he play Indiana Jones? I'm not worried about that. I don't think Steven Spielberg has any business being around this genre anymore. I love the movies he makes, but they're not action-adventure things anymore. Well, maybe that's why he wanted to do it. But that's what he did almost 10 years ago with, with Indiana Jones 4, and it was terrible. Well, yeah, I don't necessarily believe that that Granted, was all Steven Spielberg's fault. I believe... I think it was the alien's that fault. It's George Lucas's <laughs> fault, I'm sure, and David Cap, who wrote the script, whatever. But um, they're not aliens; they're interdimensional beings. <laughs> uh, that movie, man. <laughs> so, Colin, you've obviously seen the fourth one. Have you? Have you seen all of them? I haven't seen uh, the Temple. Temple, the temple. one. Oh, that one's great. What about you? Oh, I've seen them, seen all. them all. I, the one I re- I don't I don't know. I've seen. Um, Raiders a ton. Mm. I've seen the fourth one, unfortunately, enough to know that it's terrible. And you've only seen it once. Only, Keep I've it only that sat way. through that movie once. Keep it that way. way. I've one only and I've only seen um, Last Crusade and Temple of Doom a few times, but they're uh, few and far between. Like I don't remember the last time I watched them. I think Last Crusade was on TV recently, and I watched like the last half of it. Yeah, mm. they're fun movies, fun adventure I love movies. Them. Great yeah. movies, not the fourth uh, one. Not the fourth I mean, one. Just keep that but one so, out. what do you guys? What do you? Are you guys? Am I just being ridiculous? Being concerned about this at all? Yes. No, no. I no. He says yes. Let's all right. Let's debate. <laughs> Flip the coin again, Cal. <laughs> no, no. I don't think you're being ridiculous. I think you make an excellent point about the director. Um, Steven Spielberg has changed. He's making a lot of really friend kid friendly movies lately. Um, well, it's not only that. It's e- well, it's either kid friendly movies, just or, not as fun movies, or it's like slow burning dramas, right? With, which I think with is Spies, great. Which is great. Bridge is a great. Yeah. Bridge of Spies is a great movie, but mm-hmm. I I didn't see Tintin. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. I like it. Yeah. So yeah, that's fun. what people will keep bringing up when they're like, "Well, no, he can do that." He yeah, can but do that, there's you know animation. There's there's so many. So few limitations. And we do want to stay away from that in this movie, correct? <laughs> right, Any right. sort of CGI. Right. I mean, seriously. Like, the whole movie was CGI. Like, <laughs> the look, fourth one. <laughs> look, you know me, and I'm like, you know, prequels, CGI, whatever, but it, that does not belong in, a, in an Indiana Jones movie like mm-hmm. it did in that in the fourth yeah, one. Yeah, it's all about the... It's all about the stunts. Yeah, That's the, the whole thing temples and yeah. stunts. And I, I just think archaeology... I mean, I don't know when it's going to take place, Obviously, well, I think the sixties or seventies must, must be the mid sixties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know who the villain is. So the Russians again, I guess. Um, maybe this is just a way that they'll transition to a new Indiana Jones. And I know that's like, like ah, uh, but Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. But you know, if it if we're gonna go with the serial sort of way of looking at this franchise, then having a what do you mean? Like he passes the mantle on to someone else? Yeah, or? like a younger. Just a younger or is temple it runner, basically. No, <laughs> you can't rely on him anymore. Guy hangs out in elevators and screams at cameras. I don't. I don't know. I think if you, they, I think this is an opportunity to give it to a younger person 
Like, if honestly, if they release the cast and there's a young guy in it, we you can bet that he's going to be the new Indiana Jones and oh, they're yeah. going to set it up for yep. new films, more adventure, which could be a ton of fun. I mean, mm. but I don't, but I think you're right. I don't think Steven Spielberg should be directing this movie. I think somebody else should be. I, I, see, I disagree with that because saying Steven Spielberg should, Spielberg, Spielberg, <laughs> saying Steven Spielberg shouldn't direct a movie or can't direct a movie is like, I don't know, he's one of the greatest directors alive in, in the history of filmmaking. Well, no, I, like he can, yeah, I'm not disagree. He can make whatever movie he wants to. And I am and I think he can do it well. Um, yeah. Right. But, but it's been so long since he directed a good Indiana Jones movie. Well, <laughs> over yeah. 20 years, but I mean, I, de- I definitely agree. think, you know, we're going to get a young cast and we're either going to get an Indiana Jones death or we're going to get a pass the torch on. <laughs> just, kill off, just kill off all of Harrison, Harrison Ford's, Ford's characters. characters. If he dies in Blade Runner 2, too, then people are going to lose yeah, it. I mean. <laughs> and then, yeah, he'll pass What's your face is going to stab him, and he's going to fall off like a, a thing into a pile of snakes <laughs> yeah. and get eaten alive. Uh, and then he'll pass, we'll pass the torch on to someone else, and it'll be called... And it won't even be... The next movie won't even be called Indiana Jones. It'll be called, it'll be called Denver Jones. Some, something, <laughs> you know. Well, let me... Um, I think this is a good transition to some other news. Um, I actually would like to just say one thing. I would would actually love. I'm not call this maybe a spoiler here. They have a young guy in the movie, and everyone thinks it's going to be him, but he actually passes a torch to, to a this woman. badass chick. That's this is where this. this I would is, love that. Yeah. This is where my. Uh, I thought about that. This is where my my transition to the next news is, yes. which is not news but rumors that Daisy Ridley. Ray from Star Wars is being up for the Tomb Raider, Laura Croft. Oh yeah, role. yeah, I thought you were going to talk about. It. Well, I just you think I mean female Indiana Jones. Yeah. That's right. that is who that she is. is. She already, Laura Croft. That character already kind of exists, and they're saying that these rumors are coming out that um, that that they're ta- they're thinking about Daisy Ridley. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, I you know, which is actually Laura Croft is, a, is somehow like a really interesting character to me and i've always i actually like those movies a lot and i love the video games yeah, the recent video games i haven't played awesome. the recent so ones good. but i've seen them and they look amazing <laughs> there you can just do that shot for shot and that'll be a great movie. oh yeah yeah that's right here um would but would daisy ridley be a, a good fit i haven't seen enough of her i can't say and all we've seen her in is star wars like how can i how can i say that she would be a good tomb raider yeah, Laura I, Croft. Yeah. I also don't want to pigeonhole her as a you know like an a Eng- franchise person, English sounding, yeah, like woman character, yeah, adventure girl. She yeah. has to be the badass girl in every yeah. movie. Yeah. It, it is a Laura Croft. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there, there's nothing. But Laura Croft's a, a little different kind of badass than Ray is. At least Ray in the first movie, meaning like. Someone who's just young and inexperienced and just is trusting in themselves. Yeah. Whereas, like Laura Croft is like Indiana experienced Jones, which is and like rich and cocky elite, and like yeah, elitist. Unless they make it off of the the newer video games, where where she's just becoming the Tomb Raider. Which will, I mean, I'm assuming I'm it'll sure probably they'll be that. Yeah, and I, and I would say let's say let's say for a moment that it is Daisy Ridley. I I'd be more excited for that movie than I would be uh, Indiana Jones. Probably. I mean. I just what what else are they gonna do with that character? That's what I don't understand. Like you know, Han Solo has a has a has a an obvious like arc there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like 
Indiana Jones has been more of like a James Bond kind of thing. Is he still teaching? (laughs) Part time. Part time. What? Uh, (laughs) Maybe that's what the movie will be. It would actually be from the point of view of whatever student, and he like is like, hey, like you're not doing any more of what like what you used to do, like, and you're just here teaching. What's going on with that? And then they get into some sort of shenanigans. And then somebody comes in to their classroom and, you know, does something mysterious. Maybe. I would just, I would, archaeology today is so different. I know it's going to take place in the 60s, but I I would love to see him just like on Google Maps, like, (laughs) like finding things. He's he's, good. He's, no, he goes to Google Maps and does a flight plan thing. He just (laughs) watches it go. Yeah. (laughs) Chances it's Nazi gold in Argentina. Probably sure. Well, see, I heard this is another reason. Like, I heard like like year, years ago, I think around the time that Indiana Jones four was coming out, Spielberg basically said he regretted portraying Nazis the way he did in in Raiders and Last Crusade, and saying in the sense that like he made it, he was too lenient. He made it. He made, no, no, no. I was saying like he made it Nazism in the beginning to World War Two like kind of trivial okay. and comic booky. Okay. And but we all I think know. I think that I have just like come on. Yeah, man. we all know that they're bad. So it's like he also made Schindler's List. <laughs> he made up for it. Yeah. yeah. No, but, I, but this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry, though, guys. Like he he has a history of like kind of retracting how awesome those movies are. Like he has been on record to say that he isn't proud of Temple of Doom and like in a way regrets it. And he was going through some shit back then, and like that, it's a reflection it's a of it. Time. But to me, it's like that's dude, that's art. It's yeah. <laughs> now you're like alienating fans who like love and live for that movie. You know, I don't know. And also, it's just like Temple of Doom, as as weak as it is, as the first three of those films is, as the weakest of the three films. Mm-hmm. I also just think it's like, dude, that's still the spirit of what makes those movies great. And like, you're saying that that was bad. So what what is the product going to be in the new one if that's what you think is bad I don't know it scares something me something boring it scares me no I wait and see this may they've announced it but it may fall through you know there have been things that have been announced and not happened so yeah J.J. Abrams might decide to take it over <laughs> I'm over it take a break Duke stick to producing uh, stick speaking to of producing which... uh... <laughs> speaking to J.J. Yeah. Let's we should get let's get into our, our movie of the week. Eh? Okay. Eh? Yeah? Sure, yeah. So every like we said earlier in the show before we got into debating and arguing about Indiana Jones and Laura Croft, um we we do see a movie and that's why we come here <laughs> and and we we do it to uh discuss it and and give our real not our forced up debate opinions, but our real opinions. And so we saw 10 Cloverfield Lane this week. This is like the Cousin to Cloverfield from years ago, like when I guess when we were in high school, that movie came out. Cloverfield, yeah, like the senior year. And and as everyone recalls, I think people maybe more than the movie itself remember the ad campaign of Cloverfield, which was just that you had no idea what the movie was about, except that maybe there's a monster in it. And that was mm-hmm. kind of the idea. And Cloverfield, the original, which I haven't seen. Have you two seen it? Mm-hmm. Bits. Yep. Bits. Bits. You've seen the whole thing. I really liked it. T.J. Miller's in it. Yeah. Who's it? T.J. Miller is in it. Ah, uh, there he is again. T.J. Miller <laughs> showing up. I think he dies. Um, uh, that always <laughs> happens to him. Um, but yeah, that movie uh, was a found footage movie, mm-hmm. and it was right. a monster. Is it? Is it? Is it's it, a, it's a, it's a spoiler, alien right? monster. It's, a, it's yeah. like a 
Yeah, it's a creature. Yeah, creature yeah. movie, whatever. Yeah. And creature yeah. feature. And so this one, and they marketed this one similarly in the sense that they didn't really tell you what it was about, but you could tell that basically it seemed like in the trailers for Ten Cloverfield Lane that John Goodman had, had captured uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and that's what the movie is. And so I think a lot of people, for similar reasons as the first one, were very intrigued and intrigued by this, the same name, and that was kind of cool. And, and, you know, I don't know. That being said, I didn't make any effort to see Cloverfield before seeing Ten Cloverfield Lane. I don't think you have to. And I don't think I, having, having seen the movie, I don't think I had to either. Um, before we give our opinions, just a little uh, notes is that it, uh, Dan Trachtenberg is the director. Uh, it stars uh, John Goodman, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and John Gallagher Jr. Um, and, and Bradley Cooper. And Bradley Cooper for a little <laughs> bit. And uh, who, who, as I, I told Colin, he's, he's the best when he does voice work. Right, Rocket Raccoon, yeah. the boyfriend in this movie. Those are yeah, great performances. Three lines. Um, <laughs> boyfriend, yeah. Actually, were the worst lines of dialogue. Yeah, they were dumb. Anyways, Come on, it's just um, one fight. Yeah, it's just one fight. It's like, I mean, and, well, he, he probably has a point. Anyways, <laughs> like uh, like the original Cloverfield, this was produced by J.J. Abrams. Um, and uh, a little note, too. <clears throat> one of the writing credits was Damien Chazelle, who uh, wrote and directed Whiplash yeah. and has the mo- new movie La La Land coming out, I think, this year, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited about. So so a lot of interesting parts here. You got John Goodman. You got Damien Chazelle. You got J.J. Uh, Abrams at the back end of the helm. Um, and you got 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, we'll start off with our, our initial thoughts on the film. I'll go first, having not seen any of Cloverfield before. Um, not knowing anything about it and really still not really fully understanding if they do connect at all, um, which I'm not sure anyone does. I, I will say I really, really liked this film for like 90% of the movie. I mean, I really liked it. I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was a really cool concept. I thought performances were amazing. It was it was nerve-wracking to me. I mean, I really fell on edge. Um, maybe I'm claustrophobic. I don't know. I felt similar. I know the movie is similar to room, but I felt the same sort of anxiety as I, as I did watching room and 10 Cloverfield lane. There's this crazy ending we'll get into that kind of just, and I hate saying this. I fucking hate when people say this, but it took me out of the movie. Okay. I mean, it really, it was like all of a sudden aliens. And I was like, spoiler. What is this movie? Well, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. It's in the title. I guess so. Yeah. But, just like right now so that's that's my opinion like I loved the movie all the way through and then the ending was just like uh, now I don't even know what this movie is yeah so that's that's my I love to get I can't wait to get into it because okay. I think it's interesting yeah. but um, I can think of better ways to end this movie yeah well I'd like to hear those but what did you we think did you have a similar uh, opinion? same um, 90% of the movie I really really enjoyed um, but there was always something hanging over me that was like I know what's gonna happen because it's in the title like they we keep toying with this idea of of like oh is john goodman telling the truth or is he crazy and we do we go back and forth with that throughout the movie which is great and it it builds this tension but then like you still know you you know what's going to happen even though you haven't seen it yet because well the movie title gives it away you're saying because it's cl- because of cloverfield right that, I mean, that's pretty much. Well, kind of, I mean, I don't know. Well, I think it's great. I think I think the the you like you said ninety percent of it is great. It's that final part when you know when when I it like you said took me out of it when I was like, 
I just I could think of way better ways. In fact, I could think of one simple fix that would make this movie a hundred percent enjoyable. Um, but we'll get into it. Colin, hmm. I am. I mean, I, I definitely have a lot of those same feelings that you guys do. Um, I'm gonna go in a different direction just for you know maybe debate's sake, but also I I, I feel this way too. I actually liked the ending and like what it did there i felt that we got this so much of the movie takes place in the underground bunker mm-hmm. there's some really great scenes and some really great twists that happen there but by the time that that end scene comes i feel like we've really exhausted our stay in the bunker and I was ready to get out a long time before. This is really interesting. Yeah. Before that, so and when so when that ending came, it almost felt like it was a little bit too late for it to come. And I feel like this movie, had it been a forty-minute short, hour-long movie, we might be talking perfection, because there's so there's so many good small details in there that. Even though the movie is only um, hour and forty minutes long, it still feels a little too long for me. I feel like all it did the feel long. I feel yeah. like all the ideas mm-hmm. are exhausted. All the conversations have been had multiple times, and uh, I mean, I I don't know. I think they've they overstayed their stay in the bunker. So I think that's just interesting because I don't know if you guys remember. I'm bunkered I think out. We, we yeah. did the. You missed out on the podcast on Room, right? I did. But if you recall, my biggest gripe kind of was that they got out too early. Like, I thought too much of the movie was spent outside of the room, meaning, like, the most emotional part of the movie, getting free of the room, really happens halfway through. And then it's just not, it never really reaches that emotional level again, the whole movie. And it's, I feel like it climaxed too early for me. But if I had a nickel um, <laughs> God it happens all but the I, time but Colin even though I can see I definitely can see that point of view 100% um, I did I was like happy that this movie somehow was in all one location and I like I thought it, they did a good job of that it was very like it was very like a play like it yeah. was you know they, it was it intense a play and it was intense um, but I, I can see what you're saying like you know they're gonna get out and you're waiting for it and it might it might happen too late. Yeah, I, I kind of agree, especially since I would have. Oh, she's so okay. no, she's so close to escape. I mean, nothing really happens in between the time where like she starts piecing things together, other than uh, Gallagher, John Gallagher Jr. dissolving. But like nothing really. I don't know. I, I, like nothing happens in between the time that she figures out she needs to leave until the time yeah, that they're like, having like happy moments. Yeah, and I'm like okay, um, no. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird like that. But um, and I feel like I actually even would have been okay with it if it was shorter and it took place entirely in the bunker. We never got out of there, but because we had a beginning that wasn't in the bunker, which was the beginning was just basically you know to show that she got whiskey in her car. There's no other point really for that beginning to ever occur. (laughs) And then she gets in the bunker. That's true. Um. So if it was just if we just picked up right when she was in the bunker and like like her have no idea where the fuck we are and what we're doing I maybe would have been into it but um I don't know I just feel like its ideas are too under and maybe undercooked 
to sustain um, its running time. I think those aspects you talk about go back to my my easy fix that would make this movie perfect. Um, and I guess if we want to get into it, yeah, yeah, don't put Cloverfield in the title at all. Put call it something else. I think it was originally called like Cellar or mm-hmm. yeah. something else, yep. like Valencia or something yep. like that. If you just call it that and you play out the entire thing and at the very end, spoiler alert, well, we've already spoiled a bunch, when the the mailbox yeah. bounces across the street and it reveals that it's on Cloverfield, that would be such an amazing like like bombshell at the end of that movie that like people would be talking about this way more than we already are like it would it would be a word of mouth thing like oh shit you gotta you got you have to see valencia you have to see seller because you wouldn't know that what was going to happen well like i said can you imagine if this movie was called seller right after room came out right (laughs) maybe that's why they didn't call that but but okay valencia whatever yeah but i I still think i still think if you take cloverfield out of the title that idea that there are definitely going to be aliens later is completely removed from your brain and you are in the same boat as she is. Like, what is happening? Do I trust John Goodman or do I not? I knew that there were going to be aliens because it's called 10 Cloverfield Lane. Like, so that was always, that was never a like, mm, I don't know, um, feeling. Like, I just knew what was going to happen. Which, you know, kind of ruin it ruins the movie. In my opinion, I, I think you're absolutely right. Well, I mean, I think you're right. There would be a huge reveal. It would have been sure. awesome. It would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, but on that note, I mean, I don't know. I guess because I didn't see Cloverfield, maybe I don't know. There was until I saw the woman with her face ripped off or whatever. I didn't. I wasn't sure if he was telling the truth at all. You know what I mean? Still, even after that. But even and yeah. yes, he's still even after that. Yeah. So. That was like an oh shit moment for me. When when she banged on that wall and their face was falling apart. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Because then there's, you don't know what's going yeah. on. You talk about like, you talk about like alternate endings or whatever. And, and going on your point of like, I, I do agree with you. And I I guess I'm surprised to hear it wasn't. But this would have made a great, like a great 30 minute short. Mm-hmm. Like I think it would be awesome, and I think if it was a short, you could get away with an ending that's like she escapes, and you know, visually, you realize she comes to a realization that she's not going to make it at all because there's no one around, and if she once she runs out of air, she's done, mm-hmm. and she lays down in the field, and then you, you know, I don't know, like something like that would have been. And I say that because. I think the, the the most interesting part of this movie for me, and I'd like to see if you guys agree, is is just the premise of you've got a whack job who kidnaps you, but because he kidnaps you, he actually saves your life. Right. Um, and so there's the, there's that dilemma in your head being like, and like, am I thankful for this situation or not? And I think the answer really is uh, yes. I would say no, actually, is that I think that, like, this isn't right. Nothing about this situation is right, is not right because I'm being held against my will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but you li- might, life or, but life you or might de- already be dead, you know? Yeah, but I'm just saying, I think that, like, that was kind of her... 
I thought that was her thinking is like life or death or whatever. It doesn't matter. This isn't what life's supposed to be like if okay. I'm going to live. I get and, you. you know, here's a guy who's already killed someone. So who's to say he's not going to do that to me anyways? I might as well take my chances out there. But it, so it turned into a movie about that specific dilemma into how does an alien uh, war fighter become one is basically what that this movie is. Is like how does someone become go through shit to want to go and fight aliens? It's like literally what this movie is, and that's why the ending kind of upset me because it because the whole movie like you're so led to believe it's one thing, yeah. and at the end of the movie it's like oh so now oh so now we're like gonna the, get a bunch of a, sequels there, of like, like yeah resistance fighters and it's like and saying that, that there was some sort of grand purpose to all of this so that she can go and be like the chosen one or something. You know and what what other option does she have though? I'm not saying that, but I'm just that's what you when you when, no, you, I, I, when you have all this alien shit and it, it it becomes cosmic. Right. And then before it was like a human moment and decision of like um this isn't what life's supposed to be like. I don't know. It, I thought it took away the morality a little bit and made it fantasy. <clears throat> no, okay. Well, yeah. It is a fantasy. No, I know it is a fan. That's what I'm saying. But before, it was more like Room. And it turns into... An alien. It turns into... Yeah. She's John Connor. You know what I mean? Right. Like, That's fine. I know, but it... it I'm, no, I'm, I'm telling you, it's fine. I know. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> okay. It's okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> We're all going to get through this. It's fine. I know it's fine. Um. No, I mean... I, 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 do, I really don't mind that aspect to it. And, I mean, after you see, I mean, you, we if you've seen the first one, you like Mitch said, you know going into it it's going to be something to do with aliens or, you know, some Monster. type of creatures. But, yeah. I mean, the creatures in this movie are, was drastically different than the creature in the, in, the fir- in the first one. And they didn't use no poison gas in the first one and stuff like that. But um, the first one only really took place over one night, like yeah. that first night. Yeah, it was, so it you know it could be all sorts of different so, things so that these aliens. Yeah, have. having seen the first one, you do think that it is literally like connected, not just yeah, not th- in genre, but like in universe. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I think what we're gonna get maybe over the course of you know years is maybe just these almost like a Twilight Zone. Um, where you get little installments that don't really go together but still exist in the same world. That'd be cool. Which I think is more interesting than, you know, having yeah. direct small sequels. little small little yeah. human like, stories involved. I in honestly it. don't think we're gonna get another movie with Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it. If that happens, I think that's cool. I agree with you because th- well, that's maybe I, until like the last. I didn't one. know Lake Charles was so close to Houston. <laughs> yeah, Western Louisiana. Is, <laughs> right. Yeah. It is. I guess um, you're right. But no, see, that would be cool because that's what, like, for example, that's what I want them to do with The Walking Dead, which is like, not not have a series that takes place with the same characters, but like, do little small vignettes of like, what is it like to live in a world like this? Yeah, and that would be cool. Yeah, so like the next one is like Cloverfield and Cloverfield of Dreams. They're on a cruise ship. Yeah, Cloverfield of Dreams. (laughs) They're they're at a baseball game when they attack and they have to. There you go. Great. Yeah, use baseball bats to beat the shit out of aliens. Be amazing. But yeah, that would be cool. That would be, that would be cool. Because the first one, I mean, it's called Clo- Cloverfield, but we don't really know why the fuck that it's has, called Cloverfield. I think that, from what, what I remember or from 
I think, fun fact, trivia, that it's probably not true. I thought that was, like, its working title, and they just kept it. I think that was true. Because I think that was, like, where the production offices were on, like, a Cloverfield Street or Avenue. (laughs) And they're just called it A lane. Yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) Cloverfield Lane. Um... I think that was that was I like, thought that was the case. Cloverfield definitely relates more to this movie than it did the title, that name. Right. It would have been better if it, they didn't tell us. I think you're then, absolutely right. If they didn't tell us and we went in thinking it was just like this weird thriller with that John might Lennon. may or may not have to do with aliens and then boom, Cloverfield. What? Well, they're connected. Yeah, and then you everyone either spoils it or is quiet and tells their friends to see it and word of mouth. Yeah. But do you think the fear was not enough people saw yeah. the original Cloverfield and the fact that it's like nine years later? <laughs> that would they care? Oh, no, I, I think don't know. when you see when you see that Cloverfield, I think you your mind goes to that movie. Yeah, unless I, yeah, you don't. Maybe, but I think I think at least I mean the discussion would be yeah. At least young too, people, you know? it goes to their minds. I mean, I think everybody knows what Cloverfield is. I would whether they've seen it or not my parents saw this movie i don't think they have any idea what the first cloverfield was like and i'm not even sure if we brought it up when i talked about it to them actually that's why i said young people no i know but (laughs) but i'm I'm reiterating your point yeah i mean i think we all do Um, yeah but yeah i don't know i I don't know if i i guess i i must have i would make that connection probably if i saw cloverfield on the ground and the streets of course Especially after that weird alien encounter that yeah. we are dealt with in that ten minute span. Yeah. That butthole teethed butthole yeah. alien. What is with JJ Abrams and butthole looking aliens? There's a there's right. a butthole in the, the, the the little elephant thing that's drinking out of the bowl on Jakku and like <laughs> Maz Kanata's eyes look like buttholes. I don't well, think that, I don't think the monster in Super Eight looked like a butthole. Like, like no, you no, never that, saw that. that no, you was, do. That you see, that's was, the very end. That end was a butthole. Yeah. yeah, that end was. God, a butthole. that's another movie where like I just yeah, really, the whole movie's great until that until end. The ending, and you're like, yeah. what well, was this corny? And, uh, Super, eight. Super Eight. Oh, I like Super Eight. I love it. No, I, just, I love it. The same thing, but like, the ending, yeah. But what about the good, what about the good stuff in this movie? I mean, John Goodman. John Goodman. Oh yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he adds all the tension to the movie like i'm, I'm not taking away from john Gall- john gallagher who is also really he's good, good yeah. in it so is mary elizabeth winstead who still one of my favorite characters in ramona flowers <laughs> and scott pilgrim um they're great in it and i think but i think john goodman kind of steals the show like he is so i just don't know what to think about him in each scene when i was watching i was like this guy's crazy and then i'm like oh you know maybe he's telling the truth he's he's a sweet guy okay no this guy's crazy <laughs> and he's wrong this guy's crazy and he's right you know like what am i supposed to think like, did you guys go through that like 10 year old viewing audience um thing where you know in the middle of the movie we're like they're playing board games and i think we're alone now is playing and you're just like you know what Maybe they're all just gonna be happy in this movie, like maybe because it would be fun to be trapped in a basement with John Goodman playing Monopoly. I mean, that would be fun, right? Well, yeah, with John Goodman, but that's not John Goodman. I know, but, but did you guys go through that? We're like, you know what? In the back of your mind, you're like, I really hope it just works out for yeah, everyone. This is gonna work out. <laughs> like, is there a chance that John Goodman is just a good gentleman? Mm-hmm. But there wasn't. When he when he uh, brings the ice cream to her, 
in the bowl mm. and then like licks his cone. That was L- after that intense moment where you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> oh, this is happening. That was the biggest surprise for me. Um, the ice cream I, in the cone? In the cone. I mean, <laughs> who would choose cone over bowl? Um, <laughs> I, like the, I'm the, I like the cone. I don't like Monster. sugar. I don't like sugar cone. Um, waffle cone. Yeah. yeah what, waffle what's cone. the tagline yeah, for this movie? It's like monsters come in many forms. Monster. You don't like the cone. No, I do like the cone. Oh, you don't like I the don't cone. Like I'm, the kidding. Cone. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't like a sugar cone. Waffle cone, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Everyone likes a waffle, waffle cone. Waffle bowl. Waffle bowl, that's a good medium. All right. Come on. Okay. <laughs> um, I forget what I'm speaking saying. Of, speaking of, speaking <laughs> no, of waffle mix, that's, no, no. that's what John Gallagher Jr. became. <laughs> I That was the biggest shock for me because I 100% the whole time thought Gallagher Jr. is in on this. Oh, really? Whole time. I'm like, he's fucking in on this. He's in on this. Did you think You that? mean with, with, with John, John Goodman? Goodman. I like didn't him, believe. I, I thought him and John Goodman were just going to get in cahoots together and just like fucking rape this woman. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been dark. But That's, yeah, okay. I, I, I definitely it. saw that coming. I, I was like, I think this is going to happen. You so, see, that backstory, though, he seemed too much of like a lovable seemed, oaf to... I don't know. It seemed like he told that story many times. Hmm. So that's why when he shot him so quickly, I was like, "Oh my god!" Well, that that for sure caught me off guard. Yeah, when he, he's like, "I accept your," well, Ugh. I was expecting like somebody to get like dropped, you know, pulled into that acid. Well, and, well, and that's why I thought his shoulder was, you know, you saw it was like kind of like burnt and scratched up. I'm like, he's been to this acid vat before, and he got splashed with mm-hmm. some, hmm. right? But then just shoots him right in the and face. Then just shoots him. But we don't see it, which I liked. I like that we didn't see mm-hmm. that. We just saw the gun shoot off camera. Like uh, that was cool, and it scared the crap out of me. Like that was the biggest jump besides yeah. the very beginning with the car crash. I was shat my pants. We should lo- we should learn by now. Right? Yeah, right. If you're, if you're focused in on someone in a car too long, especially if they're looking at their phone or listening to a phone or anything. They're going to get hit by a car. Right. It just happens now. Right. Which I think maybe that... The only thing in this movie I could point to is the Damien Chazelle influence is that. <laughs> that <Excellent. scene. laughs> they brought him into Doctor the Script and he went, she's got to get hit by a car. We need a sideswipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, that thing of acid then confirmed my suspicions that... Or their suspicions that there was uh, a kidnapping and that like he kidnapped someone at a certain point like because he was crazy like he talks about how his his wife and daughter run away basically turned uh she turned me her against me it's like well because you're insane yeah you're right but like nobody wants to live like that and i think the picture you know it's somebody else that's not his daughter like he kidnapped her and killed her because he wanted her to be like his daughter. And I think that weird scene where they're, they're playing um, 20 questions or whatever, or what, what was it? Yeah. Um, but it was Santa Claus. Yeah. When, when he's like, Oh, um, Michelle is one, a girl. No. Uh, oh yeah. He couldn't say, he couldn't like, say woman. woman. Yeah. It was princess girl. Right. Like that was really so weird. Up. Really then, weird. Yeah. And then he like, uh, he like John, the way John Goodman's character keeps um, more and more treating her like a child is so fucking weird mm-hmm. and creepy. Yeah, 
I really didn't understand um, who that girl was. Um, Just some random. It was like a, one that? of her, one of John Gallagher. What was his character's name? Uh, something um, weird. Like Edward or Ed, Edmund like or Howard. no Howard Emmett. was him. Emmett. Emmett. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmett. It was one of Emmett's classmates from high school or middle school who disappeared. Or he's like, oh, she ran away. She disappeared. They yeah. never found her. It's like, well, then you know, we find the earring. Yeah. And we we see that he has like a fucking vat of acid. So John Goodman's been down there the whole time. Well, he owns it. No, it I think the there. implication there is that he just lives in the neighborhood. This girl went missing. No one could find her, and and John Goodman had her in the basement the whole time. Yeah, and killed her. And would go down. Wanted there and her take pictures with her and shit, and do whatever weird John Goodman stuff he was doing. Yeah. Hmm. Wanted her to be his daughter. I probably. think it's just. I think it's like the idea, just some random. The idea person. is that he's a schizophrenic nutcase. Which most of those people who are doomsday preppers are, you know, they're they're paranoid. But it, so, do we think that he's done this multiple times, and that this time he just happened to be right, and that there was something that happened? Because, like, I feel I figured he would get her into that basement by saying, like, "Hey, there's some shit just happened outside. You gotta." You think that's like that's what you, like you think he's yeah? Because how else would he get her in there? Wasn't. Wasn't Candy. the implication in the very beginning when she's filling up gas was that was his truck who pulls up? Yeah. So are you so okay? Are you guys saying that, for example, he did this to Mary Elizabeth Winstead and he didn't really know that the world was ending or whatever? He would. He, he but he does this all the time to women. He says shit's going down. Yes. Come on. It, Maybe, I think you're right. Yes. I think you're right. That's Maybe. But at the same time, Emmett was trying to get in well you know? because of, but because he saw I, the he saw the explosion or whatever yeah. he saw the bright and red he light. knew that he built this place right and, and i think that but that implication is that emmett shows up way later i think after um michelle has been there maybe i think you know yeah yeah she's been passed the out sa- the then, same night that, and then there's a boom the and same then emmett that, goes holy shit yeah. let me in and then john goodman's like fuck He's like, holy shit! The he world's really, yeah. the world's really ending, and I have no choice. Come in here. And he saw me carry this girl in here, right? right. <laughs> right. Hmm. There, there are no answers. Exactly. <laughs> Which I kind of like. A, it is a look. It's a cool concept. It's a cool really. concept. Main problem needs a different title. We, you gave it away. I'm just why when you have so many other names, it was just weird that they. Now, in hindsight, it's just weird that they chose this up for me. Yeah, it it probably probably was. (laughs) Come on. It probably was, like, people being like, well, no one's going to come see this. It's definitely a studio. It's not a franchise movie. But it's so much more memorable if you can surprise, like, Sixth Sense. Everybody talks about the Sixth Sense because, you know, nobody's going to, nobody revealed that spoiler until months afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like, if you you can market you can market a movie with John Goodman in it and Mary Elizabeth Winstead as a taut thriller like that you know you'll be on the edge of your seat the whole time a, a twist ending that will drive you crazy or whatever and then you reveal that it has to do with Cloverfield like that would drive people crazy like they would go nuts they would talk about it forever yeah. and now we're just talking about the movie at face value because yeah. we already knew what we know what it is. This yeah. conversation would be completely different if that were to happen. 
I think you're right, yeah. I mean, I didn't go see the movie because I had to go see the Cloverfield sequel. I for sure didn't, yeah. Yeah. I saw it because it looked very interesting and John Goodman was in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I and the, the marketing campaign occurred, like, the the first commercial was on the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Or, like, just a little before the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Like, that's that's also huge. Like, you even kept though, this secret this whole time, so why would you give it away with the title? Yeah. yeah. And I didn't even think that they were related until I saw that title. Like, you know, they, and the way that they edit the trailers, it doesn't make it seem like. So I, feel, I definitely feel it's a studio. studio you can, you're not going to get people, you know, <laughs> you're going to get more people in the seats on that opening weekend if it's called 10 Cloverfield Lane than if yeah, it's called sure. Valencia or if it's called Cellar or claustrophobia, like arachnophobia. Uh, it's John Goodman's new series. He's mm. in the phobia movies. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I agree. I think you're right. That probably is the biggest. It's amazing how there, there are movies like that where the title completely changes right. um, the way you look at it. I would have loved at the very end when she makes that turn toward Houston and you see like the lightning in the background highlight that massive alien ship, which was awesome. Uh, I like that shot. I would have loved if she turned that corner and then another ship came by and just blew her up. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought you were going to say there was like a monster in the background from Cloverfield. That too. I don't know. Or she just saw that and was like, nope, we're going the other way. <laughs> she, like the lightning, the lightning goes up, she just slams nope. on the brakes and turns around. <laughs> I didn't. One thing I didn't like right right from the start is how clever she was. She was like way too clever. Like she knew exactly what to do, like right away. And I know she's smart and everything, but she just immediately like when she immediately starts shaving off her crutches to create like a a point so she could stab John Goodman. Mm-hmm. She immediately starts a fire and like she was way too clever with the stuff that she. I, I agree. Do. It's. It's the Ray effect. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but And then she's like, oh, I'll create a Molotov cocktail with whiskey. Like, that doesn't... You can't really do that. Like, I don't know how she was able to use that but, to make something explode. But, but the, fas- <laughs> like that. Like the fashion design stuff was cool. Yeah, like yeah that was sense. cool. That like made sense. That made explained that, like, she would know how to make this. Like, right. And sew it. And that was, that was cool. I liked that. But, like, the thing of whiskey and scotch lighting it on fire, like whiskey and scotch are not that flammable like usually when you do that you're using everclear or lighter fluid hmm. so i i know, know i'm an anarchist time? i'm an anarchist <laughs> i wear a mask uh <laughs> i used to think they were called mazel tov <laughs> <laughs> they smack <laughs> they step on it that's good. So you understand my confusion. <laughs> yes. Um, Mazel tov. My leg! <laughs> like, why are they, like... It's not a happy occasion, like, <laughs> when they throw these things. <laughs> um, do you guys recommend this? Uh, knowing... I mean, again, obviously people getting this far have seen it, I hope. I hope. But, but I'm just curious. Would you recommend this to, to people knowing the ending and all that stuff? Right. Yeah, no, I would. Because it's, it's still an entertaining movie for 90% of it. And then kind of... You know, it makes you go, hmm, I don't know if I like those choices toward the end. Yeah, I think I I, I would recommend this because I st- still think a lot of my friends and definitely my parents and everything have no idea what Cloverfield was. And I'm like, hey, do you want to watch this movie about John Goodman? Like, yeah. trapped in, like, not John Goodman trapped, but 
with John Goodman about him adopting this this girl and like forcing her to live with him. They're like, yeah, yeah, let's definitely watch that. And then they'll be mm-hmm. surprised by what they see. Yeah, and it's not grotesque. It's not overly yeah, it's violent. Not, it's not a, it's exciting bad. and it's tense. And even like when they could have been really grotesque, they didn't with the acid. Mm-hmm. Like they chose not to. I mean, we see like, you know, his ears gone and like you see like, you know, kind of nasty parts off of his face and you see his hand is all messed up but like other than that nothing nothing really gory or whatnot so yes i do recommend it yeah i I did actually i I recommended it to my parents and they saw it and they it was there it was funny because they said the same thing they're like loved it until the ending I, i think if anything it's a really good yeah. Other than being an uh, other than being a, an entertaining movie, it's a really good conversation movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's 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 good contentious debate movie for sure. So, I recommend Ten Cloverfield Lane as well, and I do agree it should have been named differently. Also, it's just not a good title, I don't think. But no, it's not. Anyways, so that's that movie. Um, we end every move every we ended every episode, giving some recommendations on the video on demand world. Mitch. That is one thing I unfortunately forgot to do this week. <laughs> but you have three jobs. I have many more jobs. Than three. <laughs> um, but I, I, um, I will recommend though, if you have cable, on CNN every once in a while they they air a documentary series called The Sixties, and it's a, I really liked it. Uh, I watched a few episodes uh, last weekend, and. Um, I watched one on the British invasion and how it's influence on music in America and how American music also influenced it, um, changed music forever. And it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. I think that, um, the people who directed and produced those documentary series are very talented and they are coming out with a, the eighties in late March or no. Yeah. In a couple of weeks. Oh, cool. Um, so I'm excited about that too. There's like there's hour long episodes, or is it two hour long? No, hour long because I watched it right before daylight savings time, so it was like one to three. Uh, hour long episodes about specific aspects of the decade that shaped our culture today. There's also a '90s one. They're interesting. It's better than the I Love the series on the yeah. H one. Yeah, <laughs> but it's actually a documentary, so like they have footage of. Ed Sullivan, uh, Ed Sullivan show and like how Bob Dylan meeting the, with the Beatles completely changed music because it, it allowed and influenced John Lennon to be more personal in his songwriting right. Right. and then that influenced the Beach Boys and then that influenced all sorts of other bands so highly recommend it if you love history and you love just sociology check it out cool I know that's not an on demand thing it is on demand but yeah. Yeah. CNN. Huh. CNN. Collins? Well, I'm going to recommend something that I've kind of seen but haven't. Um, <laughs> which. Gonna finish it up later? Let, let, no, no. Let me, let me explain myself. Uh, I went to New York two years ago and I saw um, a play called Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill. And it's a one woman show with Audra McDonald. Who won the Tony Award uh, that year for best performance by an actress in a play? She plays Billie Holiday, 
and the theater is a super the theater you see it in super small theater and they transform the theater into a jazz club Ooh, and so you sit in you like sit in the jazz club yep there is waiters bringing you drinks throughout the night she will uh, walks in like through the back of like the audience and she's Billie Holiday the whole fucking time. She interacts with the audience, says new things every night. Saw that in New York. It is the best theater experience I've ever had. Wow. Cool. Uh, HBO just this week uh, recorded it and is now up on HBO. So I am very excited to see how HBO filmed that. Yeah. Be- it. And so just to watch her performance again because... It was one of the most moving transformations I've ever seen. And is I've seen Audra in a couple things and she is just such a talent. And um it's a really, really emotional um piece that's, you know, pretty accurate, I think, to who Billy was and ew, it's so good. Uh, so I, I hope I hope the that. HBO filming of it did it justice. Yeah, um, I'd be interested to hear from you how it differs from seeing a, a show like that live and seeing it taped. Yeah, and I mean when we saw it, we saw it like third row. Yeah, you can like see her sweat and her crying on stage, and it's just like, oh my god! Was, I would love that. There is not like a dry eye. It's so so good. Um, so it, Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill on HBO. Cool. Cool. Um, I'm not necessarily recommending this, but I can tell you what I started watching last night is this uh, new Netflix show called Flaked. Have you guys heard of this? It's Will Arnett show. No. Yeah, I've um, heard of it. I had I had not heard anything about it. I just saw it on Netflix. It was like new show, Netflix Flaked. Uh, watched it last night. It's about uh, Will Arnett's like a like a self help guy. He like r- runs like sobriety meetings and stuff. Um, and you you. It's the first, I've only seen the first episode. It's really cool because you like are like oh look at it's Will Arnett like being a sober dude telling other people to be sober and like it's wow it's like a different change of pace but like midway not even less than midway through the show you're like wow he's kind of a piece of shit too isn't he like he's got some issues that he has to work out and uh, it's just a really cool concept if you watch the show um, so I'm intrigued I don't know if I recommend it yet but I'm I'm into it. It's not really funny. It's just kind of like, ah, oh, this is interesting and good acting. And he's uh, a good actor. Yeah, and uh, it's always funny. Does have you guys seen LOL? No. Why you always? Ask, I think feel like you ask us that like once a month. And you gotta see no. it. It's so <laughs> fucking bad. <laughs> but I'm this, good. This woman, Miley Cyrus this, and Demi Moore. This, this I'm woman good. Lita Esco is in it, which okay. is really. It's always funny to see the side characters in that movie who are now doing other things all mm-hmm. of a sudden. It's funny because they were like little kids back then. Not kids. They were, my, they were like 20. but um, So she's in it. It's funny. Flaked. Flaked. Do we think Netflix is releasing maybe too much? No. Maybe, but well, I can maybe. tell you. I, I, I do. I do, but... Uh, that is this weekend. <sighs> this weekend. One uh, day. Daredevil comes Six out. Six hours. Season two, so. Cool. But I feel like every new every week there's a new Netflix I, I, show. I there's, agree. I, 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 and I don't read up. a lot about like them canceling shows either. But I they don't. also don't promote them that much either. Yeah. And so I have no idea what they're like, like flaked. Last night I was like, what? Is they this? barely they barely promoted F is for Family too, that show. Yeah. Um, they, Bill Burr's they show. They didn't, yeah. 
Uh, it, but then again, they've promoted the hell out of BoJack Horseman for a good reason. That show's hilarious. Um, and it's well written. Even when they have, like, I don't know, maybe this is just my app, but when I pull up the Netflix app, they're not even, like, recommending their stuff in, like, as, like, the headlines. Yeah, they, like, they should have, like, a Netflix only on Netflix yeah, yeah. Yeah, original yeah. programming, but they don't. Yeah, it's like, like is Marco Polo still on? <laughs> the day the... Is that show still on Netflix? I don't know. The day that Chelsea Handler, um, all the interviews and, like, her, her documentary series came out, I'm like, oh, they should have a banner right up at the top being like released today this chelsea chelsea yeah they don't promote chelsea it does it's not there i have to go search through god knows what to find it <laughs> no it's nuts i mean i half of these I, I you scroll through like look what is seven deadly sins it says netflix in the corner like what is that I don't, some anime but i have no idea it's netflix made as a tv show i, I don't know there's I, I see so much of this shit that it's like a little overwhelming actually what they need in it I know this sounds bad, but they need a commercial before each show you watch, like just promoting Netflix. Well, HBO shows. does that on HBO Go. They, yeah, they right. Yeah. But Netflix doesn't do that. No, but I'm you're right. I'm saying that that's not a huge deal. Like, yeah, no. You know. Or just like spot like make a trailer like coming this year to Netflix, right? And put it up at the top of your browser for people to watch it whenever they want to, and you can see dates all, all year where things are coming out. Add a reminder. Get it together, Netflix. Come on, God, Netflix. Come on, Netflix. At, you know, make me make us your head of program heads of programming. Yeah. It's not that hard. We'll plug it's you. Not that, it's not that hard. <laughs> All right. I well, barely have a college degree. Um, and I can do this for you. Come on. This does this about does it, I think, for this episode of uh, the Woodward's film cast. Ten Cloverfield Lane. We'll do another movie next week. We had a lot of opinions this week. We did have a lot of opinions. I read that maybe too, it's maybe season, too so much. Maybe too much. Too many opinions. Speaking of politics, I read that Zootopia is very relevant to today's yeah, political climate. Yeah, maybe we'll see Zootopia. Yeah, I don't know. I had a so um, I meant to see Ten Cloverfield Lane on Sunday night, but we got there too late. It was really rainy, so I guess everybody decided to go to the movies on Sunday night, and um, we got there too late. Waited in line for like 15 minutes and missed it. We were going to see Zootopia, but it was in 3D. Um, so I saw um, Deadpool again. Uh, doesn't hold up the second time, unfortunately. I believe that. Doesn't. It's just not as funny. Um, action's still good, but just it's kind of like me. Do you think Miracles from Heaven will be a... a... What's that? Another religion movie. Religion Jennifer movie. Gardner. Get out. I always say Gardner. <laughs> Gardner. <laughs> right. That that does it for us. We'll uh maybe, what is it? maybe we'll see miracles. Legends from heaven? from heaven? I don't know. Um Letters from Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven too. <laughs> more heaven. More more heavener. Um <laughs> You can More hit us up at woodwardsfilmcast at gmail.com or woodwardsdet on Twitter. Um, for Colin and Mitch, I'm Kale. We'll see you next week. Right. Maybe. What, what, no, no. What? We maybe? No, we... <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, I can't do one. Oh. This is... Um, I'm, I'm, what we got. I'm talking about. I'm bringing it up on the show. We're recording. Guys, I'm sorry.
This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production, your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk.